Nelson preached to me. Let's say that together. Praise the Lord, everyone. You can be seated. said this, whatever the grace of God may be, it cannot make sin a righteousness, or a safety, or a permission. It is evil, only evil, and that is sin. 
whatever the grace of God may be, it cannot make sin day and the hour that we're living in, you need to get that down and crawl and eat it. Because there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of conforming to the things of this world that they're saying are right, but they're not right. I don't care who says it. It's not a safe thing. It's not a permissible thing. said, I'd like you to think, uh, turn with me to James chapter 1, <clears throat> beginning in verse 19, read verse 19 through 21, James 1, verses 19 through 21, <clears throat> James here is in the epistle, he says this, <clears throat> Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save you. I want to bring your attention to verse 21, that latter part of that verse, the engrafted word of saves your soul. And I just want to talk to you tonight about a changed life. A changed life. Let's all pray. Lord, we thank you for your presence that's here tonight, Lord, and we're asking you, God, that your will be done in this service. God, that you, that you, God, would take over in this service, that your anointing fill this place. God, I'm stepping out of the way. God, use me, God. Anoint me. Help me to be a blessing, God. Help me to minister, Lord. God, that your word have its way. God, let a spirit of revelation fall in this house here tonight. God, we need you, Lord. We need you in this hour. God, instill a boldness in us. God, to be lights and witnesses in this present day. God, we give you the glory. Give you the honor tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's give him a hand clap of praise here tonight. Ah, oh, thank you, Jesus. Ah, oh, go ahead and lift your voice. And magnify him for he is worthy. He papala mamorere. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. <clears throat> I want to read that scripture to you tonight. This is an amplified version. And it goes like this: it says, Understand this, my beloved brethren, let every man be quick to hear. A ready listener. Slow to speak. Slow to take offense and to get angry. For man's anger does not promote the righteousness of God, his wishes and what he requires. So get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your hearts contains the power to save your soul. Talking about the word of God. And here James refers to it as, as 
being implanted into us. The engrafted, the engrafted word. This word of God is filled with potential and possibility. And as he said, it's able to save our soul from hell. Albert Barnes says this about that scripture. He says, the process of grafting consists in inserting a scion or a young shoot into another tree. To do this, a useless limb is removed. And the engrafted limb produces fruit according to its new nature or kind. And not according to the tree in which it was inserted. In this way, a tree which bears no fruit or whose branches are decaying may be recovered and become valuable. Sounds to me like a sinner coming and repenting of their sins and being born again of water and the Spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Was dead. Was no potential. But all of a sudden the Word of God came forth and it became and it got engrafted in them. They said they connected with it and they said, I got to have what they're talking about. And made their way to an altar and repented of their sins. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Did a little, little uh, study in talking about the olive trees in Israel. There's some, there's some what they call concerning like cultivated olive trees that produce the olive that they use for olive oil and different things. But there are also the wild olive trees that grow wild. But the wild olive trees, they don't produce any olives. Catch that. The wild olive tree doesn't produce any olives. But if they take a branch from one of the cultivated olive trees and then graft it into one of the wild olive trees, then it will start to begin to produce fruit. Talking about the potential that God's Word has in our life. I want to bring it to your attention again that Barnes said to do this, a useless limb is removed. James admonishes us to lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. I'm telling you, just because you got into church 10 years ago doesn't mean that you still don't have some places that you need some engrafting done in your life. I need some engrafting done in my life. I need some things changed in my life. You know, as well as I do, as we live for God, there are times when our old nature will show up. Anger. I-35 traffic, mom band in front of you, and you're trying to get to where you're going, and you're late. Help me, Jesus. Gossip. Tell you, tell you. Again, again, that old saying that bad news can be a halfway around the world before good news gets its shoes on. We just love to hear the skinny on people, don't we? As long as it's, you know, not quite so good. And when that happens, it's our responsibility. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to allow that to stay in us and become a part of us? Or are we going to 
cut that off, Brother Hilton. You see, while I allow that to remain, I don't allow space for the engrafted word to take its place. That's why it's important to be to church. I know we can listen online, but that's not quite the same as we can testify to. Because there's a presence of God in this house and we're rubbing shoulders with our brothers and sisters. We're among the body of Christ. And every joint supplieth to the need of the church and it's iron sharpeneth iron. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, 31, he says, I die daily. We've got to die out to this whole nature. We can't allow it to stay. we got to get rid of it. It's like that, that story about the black dog and the white dog that lives within us. Talking about a proverb or something I'd heard. I think an Indian or something had said it, something like that. And somebody was talking to this Indian, and he said, Within me there are two dogs that live. One's a white dog and a black dog. One's a good dog and one's a bad dog. And the person asked that Indian, said, well, which one, which one is stronger? And he said, whichever one I feed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You see, by dying out to our old nature, we allow that space for the grafted word to become part of us and produce the fruit of the spirit so that we can become conformed to the image of his son. As Paul admonished us in Romans chapter 8. And Paul again in chapters 5 of Ephesians admonishes the Christians to be followers of God as dear children. You read that in verses 1 through 7, but he picks up in verse 8, and he starts to address them, and he reminds them of some things. He says, for you were sometimes darkness, but now you're the light in the Lord. And he says, walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the Spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful. Did you get that? Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them, get rid of them. Paul again addressed in his letter to the Galatians said this, in, verse, in chapter 5, verses 19 through 23, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, Witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I've told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But he goes on to say in verse 22 and 23, Sunday school, remember this verse? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Becoming a Christian is an ongoing process. Again, 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 I want to remind you, we're always going to have that sinful nature to contend with. But through repentance in God's word, we're able to shed that old nature and allow his nature to be grafted in. Romans chapter 1, 
verses 16 and 17 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Let me stop right there for a minute. I'm in this thing to make heaven my home. I'm in this to make heaven my home. I'm in this to help win others to the, to the truth. But ultimately, it's my responsibility for me to conform to his image. It's the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. That is, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. You might be asking, how is faith built or cultivated? How does it grow? Romans 10 and 17 says this. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. I want to take a side minute here and, and, and talk about the study we've been doing on Tuesday night. Bishop's been doing with separation. And I, I want to appreciate that you're willing to take the time to explain to us what those standards are for. And how the word of God and how that they're established. Because I, I, I want to be saved. Hallelujah. And, and so often, so often, a lot of times, again, people are just told, well, you just do it because I said. That'll only last for a certain amount of time. And before, and then all of a sudden, that old man's going to say, you know what, I really don't think that's necessary. And before you know it, they'll build a case against the man of God. And then they're out the door. And. They're gone. Hallelujah. So thank you, Bishop. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. I like what Matthew Henry had to say in his commentary of this verse. He said, the gospel is given not only to be known and believed, but to be obeyed. It's not a system of notions, but a rule of practice. That's why James went on to say in the following verses of our opening scripture in verses 22 through 25, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man hear, be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. I'm talking about a changed life tonight. Hallelujah. Let's give him a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just as becoming a Christian is a process, in Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7 says, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, 
rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught. That word received there and theirs says not to reject, not to withhold obedience. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, you need to obey what his word has to say. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Again, this process happens through teaching and preaching. As we've been taught, 1 Corinthians 1, 21, For after this, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of what? Preaching. To do what? To save them that believe. Through preaching. Through preaching. Through preaching. To save them that believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I read that passage, that reference, that being saved, I take notice. My ears perk up because I want to be saved. Anytime I read in the Word of God to be saved or saved, my ears perk up and I, oh, I really want to get what, 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 what are they saying here? And it's by the preached Word of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's going to live his old ways like he used to and he's going to still go to the smoke cigarettes. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. A what kind of creature? A new creature. A new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all, say all, all things become new. All things become new. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I can't remember who I was talking with. I think it was Sister Reagan and Brother Hilton this morning, and I was talking about when I was getting into church, I didn't want to live the same life I was living. I didn't want to be stuck where I was. I wanted set free from that mess. Hallelujah. I wanted to be a new creature. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our lives are to be conformed to his image. Not this world. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hey, 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 and be not conformed to this world. And be not, con I don't care what they say. I don't care what, what. Mandates come down from Washington, D.C., and they say you gotta, you got to conform to this, and you got to teach this. No, if it goes against the Word of God, I'm not going to be conformed to this world. But I'm going to become transformed by the renewing of my mind. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise and thank Him for truth. Thank Him for a solid foundation. That we can stand on in the midst of this world, this dark, dark world. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I get fired up. I do. I'll read articles about what they're doing in the school system and it, 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 it makes me mad. Sorry, it just it does. It makes me mad. I'm saying no, no, no. 
And I thank God every day that I don't have kids in the school system. But if you've got kids in the school system, I'm praying for them. I am. I am. Because it's rough. It's rough. But you know what? They can still be a light. Your kids can still be a light in the midst of all that mess. Because I guarantee you there are other kids in those schools that don't want that mess either. But they don't know where to get the answers. want to address a couple of things that will hinder our ability of the word to become engrafted into our lives. Two things I want to address. There's many, but only two I want to address here tonight. And One is false traditions. And the other one's pride. Again, first of all, it is by the word of God that we're saved. End of story. So if the traditions that you follow do not line up with the word, you've got a problem. You've got a problem. Again, traditions are a powerful thing. My grandma was Baptist. My mom was Baptist. So I'll be Baptist. remember when we lived in Missouri and had a framing crew and part of the crew was Amish. I may have told this story, but I'll tell it again. We were up decking the roof and I was working next to Johnny Jay, an Amish man. Super guy. Super guy. We were working there and I looked at him and I said, Johnny, I said, why don't you guys have electricity? Why don't you guys have cars? He looks at me and he says, Grandpa didn't have it, my dad didn't have it, so I'm not going to have it. I looked at him and I said, but where's it at in the Word of God? Show me. I want to know. Is it there? My grandpa didn't do it, my dad didn't do it, so I'm not going to do it. And I thought to myself, Johnny J., try to talk to them and they just their eyes will get glazed over and they never say it. But I'm telling you don't ever take for granted this truth that you have. I said don't ever take for granted this truth. I said don't take for granted this truth. This truth that you have. Colossians 2 6 through 8 says as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord so walk ye in him. Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as you have been taught, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you. That definition is to carry one off as captive or slave, or to lead away from the truth and subject to one's way. He said, beware, lest any man spoil you, any man carry you away from the truth, any man convince you that what you were believing is not true. And he'll do this through philosophy and vain deceit after the rudiments of men, after the, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. One doctrine is the Trinity doctrine. In the Council of Nicaea 325 AD, that's when that mess got established. Believe that there was Trinity, three, three in one. 
But if you read on after what we just read in verse 8, verse 9 picks up with this. He says, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to spend a little time right here and read some more verses that go along with that vein. Brother Hilton, be ready. Hallelujah. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, and then verse 14. In the beginning was the Word. Oh, come on. And the Word was with God. Hey. And the Word was God. Hey. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Verse 14, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that Word, that Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Kicking that trinity in the teeth. Hey! First Timothy 3.16. Oh, hey. And without controversy. Oh, without controversy. Great is without the mystery. Without argument. Hey! Without argument. Great is the mystery of God. Oh, yes. God was manifest in the flesh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who? Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Oh, go ahead. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles. Who did he did what? He was preached unto the Gentiles. He did what? He was preached unto the Gentiles. He was preached unto the Gentiles. Believe. Help me. Help me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let a spirit of revelation fall in this house right now in Jesus' name. Oh, go ahead. Finish it up, brother. Believed on in the world and received up into glory. Oh, let's go on. Let's go to John chapter 14. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Oh, Thomas a little confused right there. He needs a little clarification. Right. So he says, hey. We gonna know where to go. We don't. Even, we don't know the way. Go ahead, brother. Jesus saith unto him. Wait a I, minute. Who's speaking? Jesus. Church. Who? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus yes. speaking right here. Yes. If you look in your Bible, it'll be red letter. Huh? I'm sorry. I get excited when we get on one guy inside here. This is a hot. See, because say, say Trinity had see, Trinity had a hold on me for 26 years. He yeah. was jerking me yeah. around. Come with this and come with this. I was confused. But oh, when that revelation came down and God opened my eyes, hey! I'm telling you, scriptures like this, they get me excited. So I'm going to shut up and let him read. Hey! 
I am the way, hey. the truth, yes. and the life. Hold on a minute. The truth. The truth. The truth. The truth. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. Go ahead. And the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Pass your seatbelt. Here we go. Need to start it again. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. He said, hey, boys, if you know me, you should know him. Know him too. Get ready. This is fixing to lay some heavy stuff on you right here. <laughs> go ahead. And from henceforth ye know him. And have seen him. What? And have seen him? Yes. Philip, don't you know, man? Have I not been so long time with you that you don't know the Father? And, and I love, I love, I love the Lord. He don't get. He don't. He ain't gonna say, say, you know what? If you didn't get those times, get the road, Jack. Yeah, screw me. Because I was one of those guys. I'm hard headed. You guys don't know that, but I really am. And have seen Go ahead, verse 8. Philip saith unto him, Lord. Show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Philip's still a little confused, folks. Still a little blurry. Still got them scales a little bit over his eyes. Here. Right. Go ahead. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet thou hast not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works' sake. Come on. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Uh -huh. And greater works than these shall he do. Come on now. Because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. Stop right there a minute. Give you a little, give you a little boost of faith right there. Read that little part again. You and shall ask anything. Whatsoever ye yeah. shall ask in my name, that will I do. Say it again. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. Say it again. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name. That will I do. Say it again. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. I said say it again. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. I said say it again. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. Oh, somebody need to get the cotton out of your ear and hear what this man's saying. I'm telling you, God will do it. I said God will do it. Woo! 
in that name. It ain't just something we sing about because we want you to run the aisle. It's the truth. Go ahead, church, magnify him right here. Go ahead. share with you. Other times God came through for me and my wife. There's power in that name. I said there's power in that name. When Larissa was just a little baby, about eight months old, girl got sick, bad sick. Put her to bed that night, she got sicker, or more sick, that's what he said, that's what he said, she got more sicker, <laughs> I just wrecked his English train, sorry Bishop, but she did, she got, she got sick, she got more sick. Woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. My girl ain't breathing. She ain't breathing good. She's in her crib, little, little bed. Go in there and pick her up. She's burning up, brother. She's hotter than a firecracker. 2 o'clock in the morning. I ain't got no money. And even if I did, the hospital's 35 miles away. So I picked my baby out of the bed and I... Pick her up and I go in the living room, Bishop, and I get in my recliner and I kick the recliner back. I lay that little girl on my chest and she's just uh, burning. And she can't. I laid my hands on that little baby. And I said, Jesus, I need you to touch this child. She needs a healing. She, I think you touch her breathing, God, smite this fever. And I'm telling you, church, before the words got out of my mouth, my baby went. <laughs> and started breathing normal. And the temp went down, brother. And I put her back to bed, and she slept like a rock. Woke up the next morning, wanted to go back outside and play with her buddies. I'm telling you, there's power in that name. Oh, I said there's power in that name. This is not a denomination. This isn't just some way of being. No, this is truth, friend. By his stripes, we are healed. Not just physically, but emotionally too, brother. Yes, sir. I said emotionally too. God can heal emotions. I can testify to that. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Whatsoever you ask in my name, 
That will I do. Go ahead. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Yeah, so he gets the glory. He gets the glory. Go ahead. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. He says it again. Listen up, boys. I will do it. Jesus promises the Holy Ghost. John chapter 14, verses 15 through 18. If ye love me, keep my commandments. Earth, stop the car. <laughs> A lot of love, Jesus, out there on the street, but no. I'm not throwing rocks, stones, shoes, socks. There's a lot of, a lot of things called love out there. It ain't love. Friend, if my house is on fire, I want you to come tell me. Oh, I don't want to disturb you. You know, I love you. So if I go over there, there's Christians, and I really don't want to disturb you. My house is on fire, brother. If you don't wake me up and get me out of there, I'm gone. Thankful for a man of God that will look you in the eye and tell you what you need to hear when you need to hear it. Because there's times my house is on fire. And Bishop will pick up on it and he'll preach or he'll teach. And there he goes. Get out of the house. It's on fire. Your house is on fire. If you love me, keep my commandments, Jesus said. Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <clears throat> Isaiah 43, 10 and 11. Here's you are the Old Testament, Old Testament for you. Ready? Yes, sir. Ready? Yes, sir. Isaiah 43, 10 and 11. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord. Oh, hey. And my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there is no God formed, neither shall be after me. Oh, stop right there a minute. That, that just settles it, folks. Ain't nobody else out there. It's just him. Ain't nobody else out there. Verse 11 says this. I, even I, oh. am the Lord. I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there is no Savior. Beside me, there is no what? No Savior. No what? No Savior. Beside me, there is no Savior. Right. Yeah. Isaiah 45, 21, 22. Tell ye and bring them near. Yea, let them take counsel together. Oh, go ahead. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Mm. Who hath told it from that time? Have not I the Lord, and there is no God else beside me, I ju a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Oh, yeah. Look unto me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look unto who? Unto God. Look unto me. Yes. Look unto me. Beside right. me there is no Savior. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Kicking that trinity in the teeth. Hey. Beside me there is no Savior. Go ahead, brother. Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. Thank you, Jesus. Hosea 13 and 4. Yet I am the Lord, thy God, from the land of Egypt. 
and thou shalt know no God but me, for there is no Savior beside me. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, let's go on to Isaiah 9 and 6. Skip down to that one. For, un, for unto us a child is born. Whoa. For unto who? Us. Say me. Me. Unto me. Unto me. For unto me. Go ahead. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor. Wonderful. Hold on a minute. Wonderful. Yes. Counselor. Yes. The Mighty God. What? The Mighty God. The what? The Mighty God. The what? The Mighty God. What? The Mighty God. The what? The Mighty God. The what? The Mighty God. Oh, put your hands together right here. talking about hallelujah hallelujah for unto us unto us a son is given the mighty God who else the everlasting father the who the everlasting father the everlasting father the Prince of Peace, uh, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Somebody, lift your hands right here, church. He's the Prince of Peace. I said he's the Prince. He's the Prince. He's the Prince of Peace. Come on, keep reaching out to the Lord right here. God wants to do something right here. Somebody in this house is needing some peace. Can I tell you the Prince of Peace is here? Can I tell you, sister, the Prince of Peace the Prince of Peace is here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I said the Prince of Peace is here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, right here. A minute. Keep on reaching out to Come on, keep reaching out to him. I got, I, 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 
I have more, but the Holy Ghost is saying, stop right here. Stop, stop right here. He's the, he's the prince of peace. You've been troubled, your mind, your mind been troubled. Let's all stand here tonight. Oh, Holy Ghost, have your way right here, right here, God. He shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Lay. Your hands closed. Holy Ghost wanting to do something right here. Tormented in your mind. You go to bed at night and you're staring at the ceiling and all these thoughts just come rushing in. You can't even can't even get any sleep. Come on, church. Come on. Let's pray. Let's entertain His presence. Let's, let's let the Holy Ghost operate in this house right here. Holy Ghost, put the brakes on everything right here just for, for this situation. And it's not just one. It's just not two. I'm telling you, there's several. Several here tonight. That you're troubled, your mind's cumbered by many, 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 many things, and you're thinking you can work it out on your own. But I'm here to tell you the Prince of Peace is standing here at these altars, and he's beckoning you to come. Cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Would you come? altars are open he's here, he's waiting you want to take it back home with you that's your option but I'm here to tell you God has stopped this service right here to minister to some folks that have been cumbered with the cares of health the cares of family the cares of job God have your way. <laughs>